What is the first piece of content that every single business needs? This is a question that I run into whenever I'm starting to work with new clients that want to get into content marketing. They don't want to start a blog. They want to start a podcast. They want to start a YouTube channel and they want to know where's the best place to start? How do we get this thing going? This whole train, this momentum to create content that attracts the right prospects to our business so that we can serve them as customers. I'm going to cover that in this episode. Welcome back to the Honest Marketing Podcast, where you learn proven strategies to grow your business without selling your soul. I'm your host, Travis Albritton, and today we are going to lay out the foundation for a really solid content marketing strategy for your business. Now, when I say content marketing, you can also think of it as inbound marketing, organic marketing, things that you're creating, valuable pieces of content. That's a word that gets used and thrown around a lot, but things that you are creating, curating media for the internet to consume, all right? And the whole goal of that is that as people discover your internet content, your internet media, that that leads them back to you as a way of raising awareness of who you are, what you do, who you serve, and attracting people to your business that you can serve. And so with content marketing, when you're first getting started, it can get very overwhelming because you think, man, there's so many things that I wanna make, that I wanna create, so many blogs I wanna write. Uh, Do we need to be on every social media platform, just the one? Do we need the podcast? Do we need YouTube? And it can become a lot very, very quickly. So how do you actually start? What is the first piece of content you want to create for your business that will give you the most momentum to give you the confidence to stick with it. Because unlike paid advertising, where you throw money at Google or Facebook, and then all of a sudden you have a bunch of leads or customers, content marketing is the flip side. It takes some time to build momentum, but once you have that momentum that you're generating on your own, irrespective of how much you spend on advertising, that is a great counterbalance to paid ads because that traffic is free in the sense that you're not paying for that exposure. That exposure is coming to you. So it really is a good complement to a paid acquisition strategy, having a content marketing strategy and organic reach strategy. And in this episode, I'm going to break down the first piece of content you need to make, but also the structure and the framework for how to think about creating content. So before we get into the first piece of content your business needs to make in order to attract the right prospects to your business to eventually become customers, clients, members, users, however you frame the people that you do business with, You first need to understand the five stages of awareness. Now, this is a a marketing concept that goes back to the late 1990s, but it basically lays out a roadmap for the journey that someone goes through before they become a customer of a company, before they buy a widget, before they purchase some software, before they buy something on Amazon or Facebook Marketplace or wherever. And this is a journey that you can map out. And the reason that this is very important to understand the five stages of awareness is because you can speak to objections, hesitations, questions at each of these stages to guide your prospect through the journey of eventually becoming a customer, not just of a company, but of your company. So real quick, the five stages of awareness from a prospect's journey into becoming a buyer. Stage one of the five stages of of awareness is that they are unaware. They aren't aware of their desire or their need to solve the problem. Okay. So that's stage number one. They may have a problem. They may have a need, but they don't even know that it exists yet. The second stage of awareness is problem aware, problem aware. And that's where the person knows they have a problem that they want to solve, but they aren't aware of any specific solutions. So this is where the journey really starts in stage two, where the person has identified 
this is a pain point. I have a headache. I'm not sure how to get rid of it. And they are now at the place where they're going to actively start beginning to look. Stage three is solution aware. And that is where the person knows that a solution to their problem exists, but they don't know of any specific products that can help solve it for them. So they know that there are solutions, there are products out there, but they aren't sure what those products look like or what options they really have to fix that problem. Stage four is product aware. And that is where they know that not only are there products out there to solve the problem, but they know of your product. They know of your business. They know of your service, but they aren't completely aware of everything that you do, or they aren't convinced of how well you're able to do it. So they may know that you have a product or a service that is positioned to solve their problem, but they aren't 100% sold that you are the best product to use to solve their problem. And then stage five is most aware, where they know of your product, they know what it does, and they just haven't gotten around to purchasing yet, but when they are ready, they're going right to the checkout page to give you their credit card information, all right? So those are the five stages of awareness when someone goes from you know, not knowing they have a problem at all, all the way to the point where they're ready to make a purchasing decision. They start at unaware, then they discover they have a problem, and then they start looking for solutions, and in the process of looking for solutions, they discover products that are the solution to the problem, and then, they know everything about your product and they're in a position to make that purchase. So when you're thinking about content marketing, you're really speaking to the prospect's journey at each of these stages, right? You are trying to give them the information that they need in order to make an informed purchasing decision that they will feel great about. They will feel really excited and really grateful that you helped them through that process. And they'll be really confident at the end that they made the right decision, that they're not going to end up with buyer's remorse and associate that with your business, with your company. You want them to become brand advocates, people that are fired up about what you do and how you help them. And so being mindful of this whole journey that they're going through internally, even though they might not recognize they're going through each of these stages, is really important. So the first piece of content that you need to make is at the problem aware stage, stage number two. So this is, again, where someone is just beginning to start the journey of trying to find a solution to a problem. They've identified they have a problem in their life and they want a fix for it. So this could be they get a letter from the IRS and they owe back taxes and they're like, okay, that's a problem. What do I do about that? It could be, you know, I have a, all of a sudden a debilitating health condition and I've just discovered that it is a problem. Like I can't continue moving forward as I was. And so now I need to start looking for remedies, things that can alleviate the symptoms or help me overcome whatever that condition is. It could be that all of a sudden, 50% of your revenue dries up because the economy is in a really weird spot right now. And so now you have a problem as a business owner and you don't know what the right solution is. You don't know what the right product is to solve that solution, but you know that you have a problem. All of a sudden you have half as much money as you did before. So that is where you wanna create your first piece of content because that is the point where your prospects are beginning the process of trying to find a, eventually a product that will help them overcome that problem. And typically this is a how to start kind of content. So for what I do, running a podcast production agency, the, product, the, the problem aware stage is how do I start a podcast? Or how do I start a podcast for my business? Maybe they recognize, hey, I need to get in on this podcasting thing. It's here to stay. Our company needs to dig into this. I don't know about podcast hosting. 
I don't even know all the platforms that are out there. I don't know how to record and edit. I don't know what gear I need. I just know that I need to start the process of figuring out what does this look like? And so that is where you want to start and meet them. Because, and, and the reason is really important because then if you can answer a question really concisely and, and with a lot of wisdom, the wisdom that you have of being an expert in what you do at the beginning of their process, then as they go through each of these stages, they're going to defer to you to help them answer those questions. So if they start at problem aware and they discover that you have a resource, whether it's a blog, a video, a podcast episode, uh, a social media post that's searchable, things like that. And then that answers the question they have at the beginning of, hey, I've got this problem. What do I do now? Then when they start to go down the process of becoming more solution aware, they're going to say, well, I wonder if this person, this company that answered this question, I wonder if they can answer this question too. I wonder if they have the knowledge and expertise that I need at this next stage, at the solution aware stage, where I know that there are companies that do podcast production, speaking about, you know, using myself as an example. I know that there are ways to outsource pieces of this. I know that there are multiple pieces involved, like the gear needed and how to record and edit a podcast and how to distribute it and promote it and market it. Like I know there are solutions out there. I just don't know who are all the companies and services that I need in order to piece all this together. And then when they move to product aware and they realize, oh, actually you are the product that can solve this problem. You are the service that can help me overcome this problem. And they start learning more about you, about your company. Then most aware is when they're like, all right, I know everything that you do. I know that's going to solve my problem. And now if there's enough trust built, you're the company I'm going to go with. So that's why it's so important to start at the beginning of this process at problem aware and create content there first, because then as you build out your, your uh, content calendar, you can fill all those other gaps. So here's how you decide what problem aware looks like for you and your business. Put yourself in the mindset of your prospect, someone who could become a customer or a client of yours, and ask yourself, when they're at that problem aware stage, what are they typing into the internet? What kinds of questions are they typing into Google? What kinds of things are they looking for? And then write down all the, all the possibilities of what people are looking for online as it re relates to the problem that you solve. So for me, people aren't typing podcast production agency. They're typing, how do I start a podcast? And so then I, if I was being really mindful of this, would create a piece of content about how to start a podcast specifically for brands and companies. And that resource would serve as an answer to that problem aware question. So for you, brainstorm all the different things that you can imagine your prospect typing in at the beginning of the process once they become aware of the problem that your company happens to solve. And then that becomes the guide for what content you should create first. Now, if you wanna go one level deeper, and let's say you have five different options that you're choosing from, use a, uh, a keyword research tool like Keywords Everywhere or Google Analytics to give you the monthly search volume of the keyword from the question, right? So how to start a podcast is itself a keyword. And you can actually see how many people are typing that into Google every single month. And so if you have five options, look for the one that has the most search volume, meaning it's the one that more people are typing in at that problem aware stage. So that's how you can decide if you need to start with one 
start with the one that has the most search volume, but eventually you wanna be answering all of those questions that are coming up at that problem aware stage. Now, why not start at stage one? If we wanna be good guides for the people that we wanna serve and wanna help, why not start at the unaware stage and tell them, hey, you have a problem, whether you know it or not. And I think the problem, <laughs> ironically, with starting at a stage at stage one and creating content around stage one is that you get the sensation like you're selling ice to Eskimos, that you're trying to persuade people that there actually is a problem in their life they don't know exists. And the likelihood that you're going to be able to, to, to open their eyes to that problem and have them be appreciative of it is very small. Instead, they're going to think of you like, why are you trying to stir up trouble in my life so you can turn around and sell me a remedy to this thing that you just imagined, right? This problem that you've given me that I didn't have before. And so the mindset and the response, the emotional response to you and your business, if you're creating lots of content at the stage at stage one and trying to create problems, at least this is the way your prospects are thinking about it, create problems in their life that don't exist, then they're not gonna see you as a helpful guide in their journey. They're gonna see you as an instigator, as an antagonist in the story of their life. And they're gonna run away from you. <laughs> and they're gonna say, I don't wanna do business with the company that is creating problems in my life that weren't there before. So that's the, the tricky nature of starting at stage one and why I really encourage you to start with stage two because then your prospect is coming into, you know, into this, into this whole content marketing um, approach that you have already recognizing they have a problem and they're looking for help. They're looking for experts. They're looking for people that can help them with the problem they've identified, that they've self-identified. So that's super, super important. Don't start at stage one, start at stage two. Now, once you've gotten that piece of content, what do you create for the other stages? What about stage three, stage four, stage five? What does that content look like? So stage three content is where, again, as a reminder, you're prospect is solution aware. So they understand that there is a solution to their problem. It's not a problem they have to have indefinitely. There is a solution, but they aren't aware of any specific products that solve it. Okay. So this is where somebody understands that there are solutions for how to start or produce a podcast, that they do exist. They are out there, but they're not yet at the place where they know of specific brands and companies that can be the solution for them. So in the in my case, if I'm creating content for uh, people that and companies that can become good clients for, for me and what I do, they may be at the place where they recognize there are companies that will produce a podcast for them. They don't know the names of any of those companies. They don't know what they offer, what kind of services they offer. They don't know how much they cost. They just know that starting a podcast is a process and takes work and that there are companies out there positions to help them do that. And that's where they are. So they're going to be asking different kinds of questions than at the problem aware stage because they've already identified, okay, I do want to start a podcast and I just need the next couple of steps to kind of get a sense of what I'm, what I'm looking for. And so this is where uh, really understanding all the questions that people are asking through the process of becoming a client becomes really important and really valuable because you can then create guides and blog posts and tutorials and step-by-step -step guides that will help them answer those intermediate questions. So for my specific niche and industry for podcast production, questions like how do I make podcast artwork? Like I'm scrolling through a podcast app and I see there's like a square graphic for all of these shows. 
how do I make one? And are there any particular dimensions or criteria that I need to be aware of? How do I find and source music to use in my podcast? Because all the podcasts that I listen to have music in them and, and I don't know where I can find it. Can I just use whatever I listen to on Spotify? Are there rules about what I can and can't use? I don't know, but I'm actively searching for those kinds of things. Uh, how do I get my show into Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever app that I use to listen to my show? Those are the kinds of questions that someone in a solution-aware stage in my industry is going to be asking. And so once uh, I have become a guide for them just by the nature of creating content at the problem-aware stage, if I then also have content in the solution-aware stage, then now we're building a connection and a relationship where they not only see me and my company as, you know, maybe a potential solution down the road, but even before they realize that I have a product or a service that can help them, they just know me as the person that's helping them figure all this stuff out, right? And so you want to ask yourself, once someone has started down the journey of discovering there are solutions, what are the questions that they are asking then at that point? So they're beyond, you know, the IRS sent me a letter and now I owe all this money. What do I do? Now they're aware that there are ways to either pay them back with installments or um, to to settle and bring lawyers and get them involved, depending on how big the amount is. Uh, but they aren't quite sure what the best solution is for them. And so they might be typing things all around those different options because they aren't quite sure what they should do. They know they have a problem and they know that there are solutions to that problem, but they don't know what those products or services should be. So then you want to start answering those kinds of questions. And then stage four content is, again, where people are product aware. They know of you. They know of your service and they know that you exist, but they aren't completely aware of everything that you do. And they aren't 100% convinced that you do it as well as you say that you can or that you can truly solve the problem that they have. So this is where uh, they are trying to discover, are you a company I can trust to help me overcome this problem? And that is the stage that they're in. So when you're creating content, this is content for your website on your homepage. This is a features section of your website where you outline very clearly what you do and how it relates back to the problem that you're solving, always relating it back to the problem that they have. This is where you feature testimonials of previous clients and previous companies or, or customers that you've worked with and their experience working with you. And case studies where you outline success stories or ways that uh, you have helped your clients achieve some desirable outcome or success and how your business was in a position to do that for them. Now, you can also post these things as content, as, as marketing content for your blog, podcast, YouTube channel, social media. Uh, but your website is typically where someone will go to find the answers to those questions. Once, be, once they are aware of your product and know a bit about what it does, they want to know more about what it does. And they're going to be going to your website to discover that. So stage two and stage three is where you're spending the bulk of your content calendar creating internet media, whether it's video, audio, or written word uh, content to kind of get the word out about what you do as a marketing strategy. And then once they land on your website, that's where you start speaking to stage four and, and really helping them understand everything that your product does. And then stage five, once they become the most aware at the end of this process and they're ready to make a purchasing decision, you need to make it really easy for them to give you their money. <laughs> And that might sound like really straightforward and simple, like, of course, why would you not do that? But if 
the process is very muddled. If there's a bunch of extra steps and things like they need to go through to figure out how to do business with you, if they go to your homepage and there's like 25 buttons that all do different things, they're not gonna know what's the next step I need to take in order to do business with you. Is it go to a checkout page? Is it schedule a strategy call? Is, you know, like what is that next step for when they've decided I wanna pursue becoming a customer of you because I'm confident that your product solves this problem that I have, make it really easy for them to do that, whatever that step is. Because if you don't, then you're gonna get people to the place where they're ready to make a purchasing decision and they want to do business with you. But if they're confused about the process of, of what it looks like to enter into a some kind of financial relationship with you and your business, they're gonna look elsewhere. They're gonna assume that if it's really complicated even starting the process, that that's going to be their experience as they use their as they use your product or your service. And so they're going to project their initial reaction to trying to start a sales relationship with you into the relationship as a whole versus if you can make it really easy to get started, really simple, really straightforward, really clear, then that's going to give them the confidence that not only can you solve this problem, but moving forward as they do business with you, that you're going to continue to show up in that same fashion. And they don't have to worry that this is going to be a problem they have to solve again. Because when somebody makes a purchase to fix a problem, they want it fixed. They don't want to have to come back to the well a couple months later and say, well, that didn't work. <laughs> you want them to stay and be super fired up about the solution that they found, the product that they found, your product, your service, and what you offer. Because then when they have friends and know people that discover they have that same problem, they're going to be like, listen, let me just help you skip all these steps. Just go over here. This company can help you. All right. So that is how you should think about content marketing if you're just getting started. First, understand the stages of awareness for anyone who is going to become a customer or a client of yours, and then start speaking to them and helping them at the problem-aware stage with blog posts, podcasts, YouTube videos, social media content, really helping them as they are going through the process of discovering, you know, I, I do have a problem. Let me clarify exactly what my problem is. And now let me start looking for solutions. If you can be the guide through that entire process, that will really help bring people into your business as customers, but not just as customers, customers that are well-informed and that are very confident that your business is the one that they need to do business with. And that is a whole different breed of customer than the one that you kind of like persuaded uh, to jump into a landing page and then you had like some quick call to action with some scarcity built in. And that's when you get lots of refund requests, which is not how you build a profitable business. If you're always having to give people's money back to them, this is how you mitigate that by educating people. So when they do become customers, they're fired up and they know exactly what they're in for. So I hope that was super helpful for you uh, and really gave you some clarity around how to approach content marketing, getting started in content marketing as an arm of the overall marketing strategy of your business. If you happen to be in the problem aware stage of starting a branded podcast or a podcast for your business, I have a guide that you can download and read for free, how to start a branded podcast in 2023 and beyond which answers all the questions that you need to know when you're just getting started and what that process looks like so you have a full picture of what you're getting yourself into. So you can click the link in the show notes below to, to download that. And I hope to see you back next week for another episode of Honest Marketing. As always, be honest. 